Welcome to the Dream Big Nation podcast. In this show, veteran recruiter, wealth mentor, and entrepreneur, Lisa Williams, will take you on a journey of exploration and discovery to learn what it takes to hire yourself. Are you ready to dream big and grow into the person you're meant to become? If so, you're in for a treat. And now, here is your host, Lisa Williams. Hey friends, it's Lisa Williams. Welcome back to our Dream Big Nation podcast. Today I'm going to be sharing with you a chapter from a book that I was blessed to be part of called The Lemonade Stand 2. I wrote my chapter about the power of forgiveness and the blessings that it's really brought to my own life, especially as I've revealed more in my entrepreneurial journey. So enjoy. The topic of forgiveness, my friends, is a difficult one for most. While it is tough to forgive others when you've been hurt or betrayed, it's equally as difficult to forgive ourselves. As a result of forgiving, my life has been filled with power and blessings. I want the same for you. What amazing freedom you will feel when you truly are able to forgive. I call myself an entrebeliever and hold the amazing role of Chief Inspiration Officer here at Lisa Williams Co. We're a business matchmaking and wealth mentorship platform. I've always had a really genuine interest in people and their life stories, and that curiosity served me very well in my recruiting career that I accidentally landed in about 25 years ago. First, let me take a quick step back and share a bit about my early life and the path that led me to start my business. I was born and raised in Alaska, an amazing place to grow up. If anyone still hasn't visited there, be sure and add that to your list. I was one of those fortunate souls with two parents that loved me so fiercely. They poured tremendous belief in me throughout my life. And I grew up thinking I could do just about anything I put my mind to. And when I was about nine years old, my my world got rocked like crazy when my parents sat me down and told me that my dad was leaving and didn't know if he loved my mom anymore. And it's definitely not something parents usually share. I had had a lot of friends who'd parents that had been divorced and they simply got the news that their folks were splitting up and that was that. And the next two chapters, really chapters of life and the next two years really changed my life forever. I watched and I participated very begrudgingly, by the way, as a spoiled self-absorbed kid, as my parents went through a painful and joyful, ultimately journey of discovering who they each were individually and eventually who they wanted to be together. After a ton of hard work on themselves, they got back together. And that was the first time I remember witnessing how a relationship could change using the power of faith and forgiveness. My parents provided me with a fantastic example of what an incredible partnership a marriage could be. And their relationship continues to grow since that day long ago. They showed me how you can achieve deep love after persevering through difficult times. Fast forward, I went to university in Washington State. I received a degree in psychology. I met my Prince Charming at the end of my senior year and married him the week after I graduated from college. We moved to California for his job about a year later, 
and I started job hunting. I ended up at this staffing agency called Abigail Abbott. I'm dating myself. I simply went to the first place listed in the yellow pages. And those were the days when you applied for a job by calling them, actually picking up the phone and calling, making an appointment, or merely stopping by to fill out an application. And while I was there, they asked me to take a typing test. And I told them that would definitely not do them any good. I was rubbish at typing, but I was interested in what they did. And two hours later, I landed my first job in recruiting completely by accident. Didn't even know that job existed. Now, I've always gravitated towards a coaching approach to recruiting. And my specialty was financial services and technology. I placed people over and over again in this industries, you know, both, both industries, people move around a lot, usually about every two to four years. And I've worked hundred percent commission my entire life. I would have it absolutely no other way. I love having no cap, you know, no cap on my income. However, I had been there about two decades. There were tons of market ups and downs. And I found myself feeling less joy in my day-to-day life of matchmaking. The politics of my corporate life had gotten very complex. I had 19 bosses in 23 years. And more importantly, my clients, they seem to be coming to me and asking for more than their next job. They seem to be asking, is this all I am meant to do with my life? And I wanted to offer more than just a job to these people. It was as though they wanted to actually be something new. And I was seeking the same myself. No one ever took that class, what am I meant to be when I grew up? And usually most of us land in something quite by accident, as I did. Hopefully, we find relative success and fulfillment, but rarely do we continue to pursue what we're truly meant to do in life. So I took the advice that I had given countless others, and I went on a journey to find my passion and what I would do next. I knew that I wanted flexibility. I wanted time freedom. I wanted no cap on my income and something I could really dig my teeth into and start learning again. And a colleague said to me at that time, if you look around the room and you are the most interesting person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. And I realized at that time, it had been a really really long, long while since I had learned anything or stretched myself outside of my comfort zone. So it was time for action and change. I started to say yes to a whole bunch of things. I evaluated many different industries and businesses, a few franchises. I considered spiritual counseling. I went to various networking groups and started working a lot on my self-development and my mindset. There was Absolutely. I couldn't believe how much free content there was out there to absorb. And some days I I would almost get analysis paralysis, quite frankly. But one of the opportunities I said yes to provided me the chance to start a business in financial education, something I'd always been passionate about. And I started learning something new in an area I was interested in every day. As I began dreaming about what may be next for myself and my family, I realized that what I'd been actually searching for was not another job, but instead a business. So that's when I coined the phrase, I hired myself. That's when I decided to do that. So I'm going to take a bit of a detour, tell you a bit about my personal life, because it really plays a big part in what I'm doing today. As I said, I married my Prince Charming. I was 22 years old the week after I graduated from college. 
And I really do believe we got married for all the right reasons. I loved Kurt so fiercely. We did all the things that society tells us to do. We got great jobs. We saved. We bought our first house here in California. We had our first beautiful boy about six years after we were married. And the first big challenge in my adult life was our oldest son, Cameron, was born very, very premature, 12 weeks early. He weighed two pounds, 14 ounces. And when he was born, we were told he had a 50% chance of survival, but that every day those odds increased. Now, my faith, as you know, friends, is the biggest part of my life. No matter what the doctor said, I knew my son would be okay. And he did end up spending about eight weeks in the hospital. It was one of the most heart-wrenching times in my life, but also one of the happiest days when we got to take him home. It was actually one more one month before his actual due date. And he's now 21. He just moved to Alaska for the summer. You would never know that his life started out in such a scary way. But I share this because it was the first kink in what I realized later was the beginning of the end of what I believed was my perfect marriage. So three years later, I found myself a single mom. I had a three-month-old, our Connor, and a three-year-old. We tried to make our marriage work for a couple of years. We went to counseling. We had our beautiful boy, Connor, but we couldn't seem to find one another again. And I had this amazing example of a marriage that had hit hit hard times like my folks, and I thought I had all the answers to make our marriage work. I'll share a startling statistic, though. The divorce rate in families with long-term NICU babies, premature babies, is believed to be about 97%. Don't know how that played into the demise of ours, but it may have to be a chapter or a topic I think about in, in a podcast sometime. I'll share something a little personal here, but again, it's a significant part of who I am. It's really brought me to a, a major point in where I'm at today. Before, shortly before we decided to end our marriage, Kurt told me that he had started dating my very good friend. Now, I don't know when the relationship started, but the betrayal that I felt was profound. I remember when he told me it was serious and I thought, oh crap, I'm going to have to really process this and get, get past this if I'm going to put my my boys needs and their happiness first. I'm going to be this divorcee. Good grief. I was so embarrassed. I was ashamed. And I was the first person in my entire family to get divorced. For anyone that's gone through divorce, it's it really is like a death, except for the relationship, the person you're mourning is still alive. And if you have kids, that person will be in your life for the rest of yours. So at least, at least I hope they will be, is that that means so much more to our children. And I viscerally remember those times when I would go in my closet so the boys wouldn't hear and I would cry and I would scream at God. I was, I was this good and faithful servant. I did not know why this was happening. Now, I did continue to believe, though, that his plan was good for my life and that he ultimately could use all things for good. I did so much work on myself for the next few years. I found an incredible counselor. I figured out what my part of our breakdown in the marriage was. It turns out I played just as big a part as my husband had. And I was only 32 years old and I knew I wanted to get married again. I knew I had better get rid of any baggage that I didn't want to bring to a new relationship. So I actually met my current husband a few years later 
I'm blessed to say we have this crazy blended family that we co-parent together with my ex and my my friend that he married. We ultimately married, and we both have daughters. Our our girls call one another sisters. We celebrate holidays together. We have families, family dinners, and even go on vacations together. And I have all of these things in my life because of the power of forgiveness that God blessed me with. And the abundance that I have received as a result is, is tremendous. Now, it, it definitely took time to find this peace in our lives. It was tough, and yet it was the good kind of heart, the kind that when you make it on the other side, the blessings waiting there are so much more than you could have even imagined or dreamed. And my boys, they have four committed parents who absolutely adore them, and work together for their greater good. And none of that would have been possible if not for the blessing of forgiveness, which my parents really gave me that example from a very early age. Now, I never expected to find myself a single mom of two little boys at 32. I was fortunate because I always knew how to make money, but I didn't necessarily know how to manage my money. And living on one income in California is tough especially in Southern California. I started by taking a class at my church and similar to Dave Ramsey's current day financial peace university. I don't recall it being coined that specifically, but who knew that that class I took 18 years ago would be the foundation of starting my own business. So I started by taking a really serious inventory of what I had and getting clear on what I was spending. I was so embarrassed to say how much Starbucks was getting every day, for example. I had been saving my whole life since I was offered my first 401k at 18, and I had to divide that in half with my ex. So I knew that I had some major catching up to do. So I got to work. I worked my tail off through the grief of my divorce, through the thriving of my new marriage and relationship, and I made a lot. And I saved a lot. And 15 years later, I had accumulated a personal net worth of almost $2 million. I bought a home on my own as a single mom. Not, and that was my assets. Now, my husband, who I adore, he makes just as much a contribution to our home as well. But you know, that home, that asset accumulation was me. And that's when I started my own company. I figured if I could do that working for someone else, imagine what I could do working for myself and truly creating my own account economy. And I don't share that story to brag, although I am proud of what I accomplished. I share this because I know it's possible for others as well. If one girl from Alaska with a basic psychology degree can do that, imagine what you can do if you set your mind to it. There is absolutely nothing more powerful than a made up mind working towards a goal. So this departure from my corporate life was another great example of the gift and abundance that forgiveness has granted me. I had been at my previous firm for almost 23 years. I was considered one of their top 10%, often top 1% performers, depending on the year. I made them a lot of money. I helped many people in the process and was really building the company's dream. And it happened suddenly at first, very subtly. Accounts were removed from my portfolio that I had worked with for years and given to younger women. I will not say ageism played a role, but I, I like to call it instead experiences. And I realized this company that I poured so much of my life into was pushing me out, but I didn't understand why. And I still don't totally understand what happened, but the truth is 
that I've come to realize it actually was God simply closing one door and opening an eternity of others. Had that company not treated me the way they had, I don't know that I ever would have started down this incredible next chapter of my life. It was not easy, but the freedom that I felt and have continued to feel has been awe-inspiring when I truly forgave the company that I was with for so long. I want to tell you, friends, wherever you are in life, if your situation is not the ideal one you pictured when you were dreaming about your future self, make a choice. Choose to change it today. Do it for the child in you that never lived the dreams you thought you would live. Do it for your children or your future children. Our kids, let's face it, they not only say what we say, but they do what we do. And if we stop growing and learning, what does that teach our kiddos? Do you know how many thousands of ways there are to use other people's money, other people's time, other people's energy, and other people's innovation to create a passive residual income. Corporations have been doing it since the start of time, and we believe every family should learn. Opportunities are truly everywhere. We're on a mission here at Lisa Williams Co. to empower, equip, and inspire 1 million people to hire themselves. Now, when I entered the world of business builders and entrepreneurs, it was quite different from my corporate life. And there is an overwhelming feeling of abundance and generosity in the world of entrepreneurship. It's a community that's genuinely interested in helping others in their pursuit to success. And you know what? It wasn't as difficult as people may, may think. I simply took the skills that I'd mastered in corporate and I shifted them to helping others find their true passion and business pursuit through my business matchmaking and wealth mentorship program. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. We all have a PhD in us and others would be well served if we shared those gifts. Imagine what this world would be like if every family had multiple streams of income. One of my goals is serving others by getting to know their story, matching them to the role that they're meant to serve in. For some people, it's volunteering. For some, it's a job. For some, it's creating a business. And I believe we all do better in life when we serve others and find our true God-gifted purpose. We offer lots of programs here at Lisa Williams Co. We're continually adding more. This you know, dream, dream, business, dream, big nation podcast, our community that we're building is actually my, my way of learning. Every guest that we have on, I learn something new. We explore your greater purpose, your why, your strengths and fears, your relationships with money, and many other topics in the programs at Lisa Williams Co. I hope you enjoyed this chapter. I hope that if there is forgiveness in your life that needs to come through, I hope that you really take some time to identify what those are. One of the hardest things that I had to overcome in my journey to building my business is a shift in mindset from employee to business builder. And I found success in building a business really is about 10% skill set and 90% mindset. And what has helped me the most has been surrounding myself with amazing mentors and learning from others who have made that brave leap to start something of their own. And my goal in our Dream Ignition podcast is to share those inspiring stories of others who have made, you know, really found their true passion and business pursuit, what they were meant to do. So be sure you continue to join us. 
see if our tribe will help you. We have so many programs available to you. We have our perfect side gigs, our original program. We have our wealth-minded mastermind that we meet every other Friday. We have our new program, Dream Business Launch, where we explore your greater purpose. What are those God-gifted roles that you're meant to pursue in your life? The why behind my shift was very simple. I was not living up to my full potential. I realized I was capable of doing so much more. And I've been through challenging adversity in my life, as we all have. But I've also been blessed to witness firsthand how God has used that adversity for my ultimate good. I know that I was meant to use my gifts to help others discover theirs and continue to grow in my life. I have such a passion for helping others find the true gifts that God blessed them with and to start dreaming again. And but what, what better way to help a family than to share with them a business opportunity that will help them help themselves to become our own stimulus checks. I dedicated my firm to the memory of my mom, Sue Weiss, and one of my dearest, dearest, best friends, Elizabeth Meyer. In the span of 10 months, I lost them both to horrible battles with cancer. And these were two of the most inspiring and God-loving women on the planet. They lived their lives with purpose. They had hearts for serving. They were lifelong learners until the day they went to heaven. Mom had this horrible brain tumor. It's called a glioblastoma. And unfortunately, it impacted the area of her brain that controls her speech. And this was one of the more difficult parts of my mom's illness. We called mom an over-communicator. She had this amazing way of making everyone feel as though she was their best friend. She loved talking about all things and was an equally fabulous listener. And she found it increasingly difficult to speak during the last days of her battle. But this one day, she had a moment of, of absolute clarity. We were lying on her bed. We were side by side. And she looked me in the eye and she said, I'm ready for heaven. What a good life I've had. I have no regrets. And I just thought, wow, I don't know. You know, I won't know until I'm in heaven with her myself. Why mom and Elizabeth are no longer with us. But I tell you, I am going to make sure that I live the rest of my life with intention, with purpose and discovery, and I'll continue to forgive and watch just how much God blesses my life. We all have experiences, experienced times when you, we have done wrong, we have been wronged, we have sought forgiveness, we've given it to others. And sometimes the person we need to forgive the most is ourselves. So if you haven't forgiven certain events or people, my friends, don't wait. They will be revealed when you seek God's wisdom. So journal and pray and release those things. And I'll end by sharing one of my favorite verses from Ephesians. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Ephesians 4, 32. Hey, friends, so good to be part of your day as always. Bless you all in this amazing life journey. And I hope to meet you someday soon. Hey, Dream Big Nation community. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about working with Lisa and her team directly, go to lisawilliamsco.com and learn how to hire yourself.